0: Hey there, my name is Jeff, founder of ADHD Christian Men's Group, one of the co-hosts.
1: Hi, my name is Becky. I'm the other co-host and the founder of ADHD Christian Women's Support Group over on Facebook. Today's show is called I Can't versus How Can I? Before we start, let's pray.
0: Father God, we just come to you, honey, this morning. Just so thankful that... Uh, We are in your presence uh, in the midst of you We're two or more gathered, Lord. Just pray, God, that uh, in this time of uh, our recording, that we would just be in surrender to you, Lord, and that you would speak through us, that Becky and myself would be to the side and that you speak through us the words, Lord. Just pray that we will be reminded of the infinite wisdom, Lord, uh, and to speak with uh, gentleness, uh, with uh, boldness, uh, as we share uh, on this topic today, Lord. Just pray, God, for the, our listeners that you would just uh, that you would just give them the peace. Uh, whatever they're going through to be able to focus lord not be distracted but to focus in on our podcast uh, recording today lord and and we just pray god that you know through this process that um, people would see how uh, you help us overcome whatever challenges we have and lord help us to be able to in this uh, podcast today of asking the right questions phrasing it the right questions um, because of how those challenges, of the ADHD, of their mind works today, Lord. I just pray that all of this is done for your glory and that we would be kingdom minded uh, with how we approach people with questions uh, as we minister to those out in the world that uh, don't know you or are going through uh, whatever struggles, Lord. Uh, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: So I love this concept. Um, I learned a lot about this idea from two Klemmer seminars that I attended over the summer. So when I say I can't, then I won't because my subconscious hears me say it. It just believes it. And I will prove myself right. I want to be right. So I will prove myself right by not doing it and if I start succeeding, then I'm just going to sabotage myself, like not consciously, but subconsciously I will sabotage myself so that I will be right. And then I'll see that I failed and I'll be like, Oh, I knew I couldn't. I, I never should have tried. You know, I just, I failed and I'll never be able to do this. So when we have that idea of, I can't do this, we really limit ourselves, and defeat ourselves before we even tried. And when we have the idea of how can I just asking that question, it puts our mind in a curious mindset, which is so much healthier for our brain and our mood than just that phrase. I can't when we, when we just get in that mindset of, you know, I'm just in these concrete walls. I can't, this is the way it is. There's no change. It just stops right there but when we can ask the question okay how can i do this and i just want to add that Go ahead. the curious mind releases dopamine so mm-hmm. that's a bonus there
0: it Most is say adhd <laughs> that i cannot is that plush which fights with how can i how can i you know find a solution um and then you know that's the thing, the situation I deal with is that proving you know, my point that I was right, that I am so into Jeff wanting to be right. Because if I play back all the times and with traumatic situations where I was made to feel like I was wrong, that to me, okay, I will do the minimum, which you mentioned to me and asked me to do. But I won't give it a hundred percent because in the back of my not mind, I want to be right, mm-hmm. so that I can prove. Uh, see, that doesn't work. And at that point, you know, I pretty much have made up my mind, and and it's that stubbornness that that stubbornness that when I was a child, you know, sometimes carries into to adult. It really has at times cause problems, you know, in in any relationship where I will do that. And yes, I've been called out before. I think my wife has called Mm -hmm. me out before on it. And it's important that we have people, you know, our lives that love us and care for us that are willing, you know, to to do that. Each of us is on a different part in the journey. And that's the thing you got to keep in mind, not comparing ourselves. Because if we compare ourselves to him or her, a lot of times we'll say, well, then I can't do this. Mm -hmm. you know, it's hopeless. I can't do that. So good points. What you're saying, Becky, Uh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, that's so good. I love that you mentioned that we're just all on a different path. We all have a different starting point and our paths are all going to look a little bit different. And the important thing is to just keep moving forward, whether you're moving quickly or slowly, or God's asking you to go a different way than someone else. Like just keep Going forward, just keep following him and he's taking you somewhere good and it doesn't have to look like anybody else's. Um, So the first thing is to believe that change is possible. If we don't think change is possible, then we are going to stay stuck. So instead of saying, I'll never be on time, ask the question, how can I be on time? And that will just bring our mind to just all these endless possibilities, all these things we can try. So to just ask the question, how can I be on time? Well, I can think, oh, I can set a timer on my phone. I can can get things done ahead of time instead of waiting till it's time to go before I gather my stuff. Why don't I gather my stuff now? And then when it's time to go, I can just go. You know, there's all these possibilities that come into my mind to try. And even if one of them doesn't work, okay, try another. You know, there's more than one way to succeed.
0: Completely agree. Uh, Our mind has a curious nature and as often as looking for ways to find stimulation. And that's a strength that we have. But at times, recognizing that strength is key. uh, Because so many times when things don't go the way we want to, there is still that reverting back to Uh, perhaps childish behavior. I can't, I can't. And we're just letting our minds go. Instead of I can't, let's tap into the resource that God has given us, that curious question, childlike wonder mind frame, ask questions that lead to solutions Mm -hmm. is something perhaps we could write down somewhere and make that the focus every day, because it unlocks so many possibilities we start focusing on it because that's just our nature. When we ask a question, a lot of times it's in the, in the flesh. We are minds all over the place with stuff that we like. We don't want to deal with uncomfortable. But if we let God lead us, help us, then he can, he can guide us down that path regards to how we ask those questions. Ask with a tension of a solution. And that distractive nature now is focused on thinking of so many different other possibilities. And it's to the point where it's hyper-focused. It's hyper-focused because of the dopamine is released. When I come Mm -hmm. up with one possibility, then it's the squirrel, okay, there's this or that, (laughs) which a lot of times gets us in trouble that can be used for good in that type of of situation. The outcome can still be the same for us. We just have a different way of going about the, the, the answers than other people. So there's nothing wrong with us. That's to me. That's that's a, a gift. It's a blessing. Re- learning to train your mindset is a key in our healing process. Is such a key to helping us live out the life that we want to to live. That I cannot is that flesh which fights with. How can I? How can I? You know, find a solution.
1: Yeah. As Christians, we're not. Supposed to be living in the flesh, where yeah, I mean, we can't we can't be godly when we're living in the flesh, Mm -hmm. but we have the Holy Spirit, like God, when we are living in His will and we're doing what He's asked us to do, He gives us everything we need to do it. If I have my own agenda and my own ideas of I want to make myself look great, um, yeah, God's not gonna help me do that. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. you know, if God is calling me to love my family. Call me to serve in my church, use my gifts in the church. Um, I absolutely should not have the idea of, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't be patient with my kids. I just, I can't do this. And mm-hmm. the amount of times that I've said that to myself, I can't do this. I can't live this mm-hmm. life. You gave me God. Mm-hmm. It's just a lack of trust and it's, it's living in my flesh. And yeah, I, mean, I can't, if I'm living in my flesh, when I remember that I'm not doing this on my own, like I have the Holy mm-hmm. spirit. And he's helping me. I just have to let him, you know, I have to stop and pray, God help me. Uh, I am so, (laughs) I'm so frustrated right now. And I, I just want to scream and yell and throw something. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can feel his power there. And I can feel that option there. Like, okay, I can live in my flesh and I can scream and yell and throw something. Or I can go the harder route and actually surrender to the Holy Spirit and calm down. Mm
0: -hmm. Hi hey guys, my name is Jeff, founder of ADHD Christian Men's Group. I want to personally invite you to join our group on Facebook. It's a safe place where be able to pray, encourage, and build up other brothers in Christ as we make this journey together. Come on, join us. Find us on Facebook, ADHD Christian Men's Group. Hope to see you around. God bless.
1: Ladies, I would love to have you be a part of ADHD Christian Women Support Group, a private Facebook group where we support and encourage each other as we deal with being a Christian woman with ADHD or deal with ADHD in a loved one. If this sounds helpful to you, you can request to join on Facebook or email me and I will send you a link. My name is Becky and you can email me at ADHDChristianWomen, that's women with an E, at gmail.com. Again, that's adhdchristianwomen at gmail.com to join the private Facebook group called ADHD Christian Women Support Group. So for thinking, oh, I, I can't do this. You know, it's impossible. That uh, That's where I'm going to stay. So the first step is, okay, things can be different. This is possible. There is, there is another way. There is a way to do this. And again, just including the Holy Spirit in that. God, please give me good ideas. Help me. You know, I want to be on time for church. I want to be on time to meet my friend. How do I do this? He's our helper. He's our helper. And he cares about our relationships. He cares about our commitments and keeping our word. And he is going to help us. Something else that I, I learned, but it was at the Clumber Seminars, was... I can see things that God has put in me in seed form and just say, this is me. And then watch myself grow into it. So for example, I, can, um, I wrote down this phrase, I am a bold, confident, honest, and loving woman, because those are things that I admired in other people. So I saw these things and I, I could notice them because they were in me. We tend to see in others what we have in ourselves. Very obvious example is when I'm looking around and noticing all these critical people. Oh, they're so critical. They're so critical. They're so critical. Well, it's because I'm critical. (laughs) So it works in the negative and it works in the positive. So I'm like, oh, that woman, she's just so confident. And I used to think that, oh, that'll never be me. Or, oh, she's so bold. Like she just is herself and she's not afraid of judgment. You know, just looking around at these other women, I would admire these qualities. And then I realized, oh, because. They're in me and they're meant to come out, but I'm just keeping them small and shrunken. So having this phrase and saying it to myself over and over, I'm a bold, confident, honest, and loving woman. Over time, I saw it start to come out to where uh, I was at a birthday party and someone was yelling at my nephew. And I told that, man, that's not okay. And afterwards I realized like, wow, old me would never have done that ever. (laughs) That was bold and loving like, wow, I did that. That's new. That's not old me. These qualities that we want to grow in can help give us direction. When I'm in a situation and quite sure what to do, and I'm asking myself, what would a bold, confident, honest, and loving woman do? What would she say? An honest, loving woman would speak the truth in love. Even if I'd rather be nice and just kind of keep the peace. Um, a loving and honest woman would say what's helpful, even if it risks rejection. And, I, and the Holy Spirit can give us guidance too on these qualities that He wants to grow in us, that He, that he wants to increase in us. And I think it is so important to keep God um, involved because, you know, in all your ways, acknowledge Him and He'll direct your paths. And He knows how he made us. He knows the plans he has for us and they're good plans. So we can just ask him, what do you want to work on? Like, how can I cooperate And writing these things down and putting them up somewhere? And I can see the change that God has been doing in me. And I think when we just give the Holy Spirit room to work and we just let him work, he can do so much. And it doesn't take him that long. If I just get out of the way and let him work and I'm not getting in his way, and just stepping on that little sprout that's trying to grow. Like, oh, I will never be bold. I will never be honest. And the Holy Spirit's trying to bring that in me because he has things to do. And I just squish in it. If I just let it grow and I just cooperate. Yes, I am bold. I'm confident. I'm honest. I'm loving and I'm growing and I'm going to do better. And this is who I am. It's who I'm going to be. and I'm just cooperating.
0: I do believe that and I, I could say it's true in, in my situation, and it's probably true with a lot of people with ADHD. It's good to speak out loud. Part of how our mind processes when we when we say it out loud, then we we it gives us a chance to to hear those words. Though you know we put a lot of pressure on ourselves that we say all these things, but this or that wants to jump in, or we want to minimize it. But no, it's like you you sit there and say, "I'm going to stay the course." Uh, I'm going to surrender everything to God to just lay it at his feet. And, And this time will be intentional. I'm not taking it back. I'm going to let God be in control. I have just completely surrendered. Then I feel like the chains come off. I feel like I'm free and in those moments where there's that boldness, it's like, where did that come from I me? Mean, I would never have said this or that in a situation, but then it's, it's obvious it's God. It's God uh, working through, through, through my life is that it was made for specific purposes where I can tell others about my life situation and giving him glory. Very true about the intentional speaking it out loud. When we speak it out loud, Uh, those fears, those worries, that negative thinking loses its stronghold. it's especially important, you know, if we have people we can trust that we can speak these things out loud to support us as well. You know, part of the, uh, the, the, the surrendering, you know, to, to your, you know, your life will to, to God and keeping it in, in his care, it takes so much pressure off us because I know that, that, that perfectionism tendency Has an all or nothing mindset. And a lot of times God, you know, is saying, take my time. You know, that's okay. Um, Because sometimes I get too far ahead of myself in those plans that God has. And yes, in those moments where I have shut down, where God has opened my eyes each time to show me it's okay to mess up, it's okay. You don't have to be perfect. My son, you know, his perfect work on the cross uh, was able to be that sacrifice. So because nothing I could have ever said and done could have made me worthy in God's eyes to pay back one cent of the sin debt that I have. You know, our first impressions of a father is is of the world, you know, regards to having an earthly dad. And some of us may not have had a, a great example And and he is that great example, how patient he is, how loving he is. No matter how many times I mess up, he's not going to disown me. He's not going Mm -hmm. to say, you've messed up too much. I I can't use you. That's not from God. That voice is is from the enemy telling us that we'll never amount to anything. Look at you. What do you think you are? And it's not even true. And God does have a, a, a purpose for us, unique and a plan Uh, in regards to, you know, sharing the good news. And I I believe in in spite of the mistakes and errors that I make as I stumble, God works through that. And when people can see that, you know, those imperfections, but they see the love of Christ in my heart for others, the kindness, the goodness, uh, all examples of, of his fruit in which he's living in me, then people will see that, you know, he is a loving father and that if you've never had anyone to, to love or care for you, he's the great example because we weren't just born wired to, to love. He, he shows us and teaches us how to love and to show grace, uh, especially to ourselves.
1: We hope you're encouraged by today's episode. What are your thoughts? Do you agree? Disagree? Did we leave something out? let us know. You can send your comments and suggestions for future episodes to ADHDovercomers at gmail.com.